on this week's episode of Behind the Meat Curtains. It's a continuation of last week's episode. Our guests, Posh and Chloe. Posh is a stripper turned healthcare worker, and Chloe is a healthcare worker turned door girl. Plus, special guest, Redbone, fiance of Posh, will tell us what he felt about learning that his fiance used to be a stripper. All of that and so much more on this week's episode of Behind the Meat Curtains. So what were you doing all the years you were stripping? Waitressing. Waitressing? Oh god, my parents are freaking out right now if they're going to listen to this. They're like, god <laughs> damn it. <laughs> no, I, mean, I also learned, you can't say waitressing in a strip club, even if you're genuinely waitressing in a strip club, because people go, oh, uh-huh. Uh, no, no, exactly, no, yep. Oh, I had restaurant owners in town being like, hey, this girl that, that she used to bartend at, at the club that you work at, like, you know, apply here. I'm like, she's, she's a stripper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've actually had that happen to me, too. Like, at a, I went to a bar recently, and I ran into a dancer there, who is a bitch, by the way. I, like, walk in. We work together. I would never call, you know, when it's weird sometimes seeing dancers outside of that environment, but it's like, we fucking work together. I'm like, hey, what's up? So she's walking into the bar, and I'm kind of in there. And I was like, oh, hey, like, smiley face. And she just, like, looked at me, like, completely pretending like she didn't know me. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then I went up to the bar, and she had, like, left. And the bartender was like, oh, you know, whatever. He said her name. She's like, because she, I said, I, I was like, I bartend too. We started talking. and said I worked there. He's like, oh, you know her. She bartends there. And I was like, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why don't you ask her to make you a lemon drop? Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. When you said they asked if they said that she bartended there, did you out them? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Catherine, I am disappointed in you. How dare you, Bradley? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just have to. Like it depends on the dancer. <laughs> most, most of the time, it's it's girls that have like come in and maybe they're. They were there and left, like, didn't show up for their uh-huh. shift, and they were awful, and they were trying to get a job somewhere else and put our club as, like, a reference. And I'm like, nobody checks references, one, but when they, but when I run into someone and they ask me, yeah, I like all my my bar people in town, I'd be like, don't hire them. <laughs> if they and, can't make it to the stage, but, they can't make I it mean, to a shift. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On the outing thing, you know, when it... When it comes to, like, our dancers that we've worked with forever and the ones, you know, we are good about that. Like, I'm not like, oh, she's a stripper. I, you know, that girl's a stripper. Like, I try and yeah, help yeah. keep well, their privacy private. But it is like that. It's like the ones that come through and throw that shit. You're just like, whatever. You don't really well, it's it's point. really hard when you've been dancing for a few years to get any job that's not dancing. You can't put anything on your resume. And yeah. so you have to lie. If you're trying to get out of it into yeah, something else, because uh, yeah. nobody is nobody is gonna hire you at dancer yeah. on the resume. Like it's have, a joke. But if you have good rapport at like the club that you work Which at, is I, fucked because you know what? That's like the best customer service ever. Like, I mean, it's really <laughs> I mean, you can a lot of shit. You can get away with a lot as a dancer that you yeah. cannot do Didn't customer you service. Earlier about I, how she yeah. <laughs> and dumped Zero. beer on their lap. I've broken no phone so far. <laughs> I will mention there's one time that a girl put 
reporters at your stage. And oh my you God, pay, my like, sister. And, and somebody said something like, oh, they put quarters at Pasha's stage. I'm like, fuck. And I like look over just to see the show. I'm not even calling security at this point, but I know what's going to happen. And you picked up the quarters and you threw them in this chick's face. And <laughs> it was up. a girl. Was she blonde? My sister it was a did long this ago. shit. I know, like 10 years ago. <laughs> well, it was, so, it was, it was some, it was some DJ's girlfriend. It was, it was a girl who knew that putting quarters on the stage was insulting and did it yeah. to say fuck you. And, my sister was just a customer. She hated going there. She was like, it, she's not like anti that. She's just very to herself, and I love her to death. But she's not all about. She's not open with her sexuality. That's the way to, you know. She's just kind of quiet. And so when we were like twenty one, getting drunk, we're all about going to like. So one time we told her we were going somewhere else, and we took her there. And she was sitting, we were all sitting at main stage, so she had to sit with us. And she also never had a wallet. She had, her, she had a purse full of change. Like, literally. Like, it was weird. I would give her shit all the time. But oh, we're sitting at main stage. Does she genuinely think she could tip in no, change? No, 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 no. So oh. she's very, she is the sweetest, <laughs> most unconfrontational person ever. Like, she's such a nice person, but she's very drunk. She's put in an awkward situation because we take her to stars. She doesn't even realize she's there. She's sitting up there until she would get there, and we're like, here you are. And she's like, oh, I don't want to be here. We take her, and we're sitting at the main stage, and the bouncer comes up, and is very mean. And he's like, if you're going to sit up here, you need to be tipping. And it just, like, did the crazy girl switch. That happens in all of us sometimes. She's like, you want me to fucking tip? I'll tip. And she literally starts scooping change out of her purse and throwing it at the stage. I know. I'm like, yeah, so we left. Well, we got kicked out, but, like... <laughs> It's a great story. It's been a long time. 15 years. I'm getting old. 14. I don't know. It's a while, but it's still a great story. I apologize if you answered this and I just forgot. Did you have a now I've seen it all moment? Have you been there long enough to be like, oh, that's that's an in- incident. She's gone past the 90 day. I'm jaded now because everybody's like, everybody's beautiful and wonderful and happy. Joy, joy. And then after 90 days, you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're there. But she's not completely damaged yet. Yeah. Yeah, you're on to, you're on new to your six month mark. We'll give you a coin. Do you have a <laughs> so like? Did, did any tampons fall out or? Not since I've dollar been no queef. not good dollar bill queef. Yeah, that was that, right? but that she was ruined it. Deal. She no because she told me how she does it. She ruined the magic trick. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, that's just when you guys when you guys were talking about the dollar bill queef that reminded me of I don't think I can say her name on the show, but the girl that used to pick up the dollar bills with her. Asshole. Oh. Oh. I was gonna oh, yeah. say, <laughs> but that was um. Wait, with their asshole? Uh, this this one in particular holds a white claw or a rainier in between her butt cheeks and continues to do pole tricks with this. Okay, can. butt cheeks is athletic. I'm talking about asshole. You know, like, I'm, not, she, I'm not that close. She, the to dollar bill would go her, or suck it up a little. <laughs> no, and I used to always get mad. I used to always well, get mad because... You probably, like, push out next to it and then... <laughs> Listen, I used it. to always get mad because, yeah, so she earns that dollar on stage, which has her asshole juices on it, and then she goes to the bar, and she turns in her ones, and those ones get recirculated oh, to different customers, and now yeah. those ones are on my stage with her asshole juices on them. Okay? at the strip club whenever, and bleach. Whenever anybody's like, oh, here's some money, like, let me put it in your bra, and I'm like, mm-mm. No, nope. I'm like, I know where it's been. Like, I've seen. 
Yeah. 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 I, watched, I watched that dollar bill walk off stage in somebody's bubble. <laughs> <laughs> you know those pens they have for 20s where you mark them to see if they're actual? They should have pens that like detect butthole juice. Bodily fluids. I need one of those by the way. We have the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> someone's ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well. <laughs> Ooh, this one's showing up definitely some ass and a little bad. Oh, this one has cocaine on it. Great. <laughs> I was gonna say, it'd probably be really discouraging how many dollars came back. They're like, oh wow. Man, I got this at a kindergarten and it's still coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Well, <laughs> Do I need to look up another question? <laughs> He said kindergarten, and it all got quiet. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> all right, well, I don't have my phone on me. I'll just pop it on the top of my head. Well, um, you guys did, did mention, mention the I've seen it all moment, yeah, and hear, I kind yeah. of evaded the question. I know, I want to hear yours, yeah. Well, I, I just, again, I want to reiterate that I think I have provided more of those. But, honestly, um, I once, uh, this was not at our club. This was at a club in a different cosmic cabaret. <laughs> this was at a different club, a much more metal punk rock club. But um, I once uh, watched a customer snort cocaine off of a stripper's breasts in the VIP room. That's your scene in a moment? I was going to say, <laughs> that doesn't seem very wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Not that old, but you have been out of the... the- Shit, I've seen girls snorting. <laughs> She's really offended. <laughs> Look, that is a moment. That is the worst. Okay, fine. Delete it. Delete it. This is getting deleted. I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen a tampon fall out on somebody's face. Oh, I've had my own. That shit, dude. I know. It's because it's too rare. Okay, I, it's fucking yeah. rare. I, 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 well, I did, I did. In I, your defense, I would say one of the things that I've learned just from people who have listened to the podcast, what I think is out there and what average person thinks is out there are two entirely different things. <laughs> like just like a, a standard podcast for us, just like everyday stories is like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like this is our after work yeah. talk. This is why we decided so, to do this again, podcast. In defense of you. <laughs> we like edit this shit. <laughs> Snorting coke off of somebody's breasts is an out. It's not something that I would see in my workplace. <laughs> yeah. True. Hmm. Well, maybe. I don't know. It just seemed, it was just very out in the open. You know, this goes beyond, like, I've seen girls do it in the dressing room. Obviously, girls doing the bathroom have done that, too. But, you know, but, like, I mean, in the, in the, that main, pretty, in the main yeah, VIP room, it was pretty fucking, like, there, there's cameras, there's, like, multiple people in this room. I don't know. I know. I want to know how this played no, out. This is how mine works with everything. How did this play out? How did it nobody start? He's like, a, yo, can I do this? It and didn't he's play like, out. Nothing out. happened. People well, got high. That was it. That's not easy. Like, it's got, this is a process. Like, <laughs> oh, it was sloppy. I, it was sloppy. Uh, I think some <laughs> fell, I, 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 some fell on the seat. I would give people booty Everybody can't be talking at once. That is a nightmare to edit. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, it, there was nothing to play out. I think some some fell on the seat. And maybe somebody licked their finger and dabbed it up. <laughs> <laughs> We've already oh. talked about clitter. 
and the seats. You don't want to lick anything off of that. Mm-mm. What is the variety of clubs that you've worked at? Dozens. Yeah. Dozens. All within our state, though. I've only worked at. Um, well, actually, no. I, I've worked internationally. Yeah, I did. The, internationally. I did the UK. Yeah, briefly. It was not good. That is a good yeah, question. Yeah, what is what that is like? like to yes. To do this in a different country. Oh, in Britain, it was terrible because uh, the club takes half of your money percentage-wise. And don't tell me that they don't know exactly how much you made because you don't make stage money. So everything, every dollar you make is VIP, and they know exactly how much that is. Do you is. have stage sets? No. So it, you can go up on the stage if you want to. So a hundred. But you won't make money. any money. So hundred percent of your money is just strutting around the club trying to get. No, it's lap dance. Lap, it's dances. Lap dances in VIP rooms. That's the only money. Um, wow. that you make. And I worked at three different clubs trying to find the stage money clubs. And every place was like, oh yeah, you can, you can go up on stage. And that's why I didn't, that's why I, I worked there for a total of like, I don't know, two, three weeks. So, so how do you kind of showcase yourself when you go, like they you just walk in, people ask you for a lap dance or like, like just, just mingling with people with bar. bar. Oh, so there is a stage. So, there, there are, are stages, stages and, and you, you can, can go up, up on them, and but you will not get money. You might get some people that come over and sit down and watch you dance. Because it's not in the culture to give it. It's just not in the. It's not in the culture. It's weird. It's weird. It feel. It felt wrong to me. It felt like, oh, you're gonna come and sit down and watch me dance like for free in here. But then you're still not sold on a lap dance because then you want to talk to me and get to know me. It was. It felt very wrong to me. And then, literally, the club will take half of your money. Period. Are, are those like touching clubs or full nude? What are the rules? They're over not there? full nude. I don't think any clubs in the UK are full nude. Um, but it was like a thong, and it was touching, but not touching like Vegas. It was a touching like oh, they they'll put your hand their hands on your hips or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Not like they're all up in your business. Yeah. But still too much. Well, yeah, too I'm trying much. To, to figure out why is it even worth it? Why does the, the business even exist at all? Because those weird? girls are still walking out with, you know, two to four to six hundred pounds a night. So, maybe more. I mean, I don't even know. I couldn't, I never made more than like, I never made more than like 400 pounds, uh, you know, because I just like couldn't deal with it. And, and then they would take half my money. I think one night, I think the night that I left, I actually, uh, I remember there was one other American girl working there and I, I went up to her and I sold my funny money, you know, the like credit card money that they pay you. I sold that to her for less than what it was worth um, just so that I didn't have to pay and just, and then I just fucking grabbed my shit and I walked out because selling it to her for minus 20% fee was less than, yeah, you know? Yeah. 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 Anywhere else? Just UK? Just UK. Yeah. And Vegas. I worked in Vegas. I wonder if the girls in the UK just don't know anything else. Uh, yeah, it's I like don't, I don't a girl who do. comes from a no contact club and then goes to a full contact club. They like, it doesn't They're compute. not going to make any money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or the girl, like the girls that worked at full contact places go to yeah. our club. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean I can't sit on their lap and grind their dick? <laughs> it's like, no girl, you don't need to do that. So what was it like dancing in Vegas? <laughs> Well, Vegas is full contact. Yeah. 
but I made the same amount of money. So I worked there for a week and I was like, bye. Yeah, fuck this. Yeah. yeah bye. <laughs> Yeah. I've i heard lots of different girls say, like, I think this came up in a different podcast. It is actually in the past. I'm not sure if this is still a thing. But I remember at a point in time, you must remember it, where people would go to, I don't know, there was some club in some state that I forgot. Oh, it was like Montana. It was like the Golden Strip Club. Yeah, people would, like, <laughs> like go, like, as a group of girls to just, yes. just like the golden club and just to make tons of money or whatever. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. There was one, it's supposed to be one in Montana and there's supposed to be one in Alaska. Mm-hmm. That's where the other one was. It was cause there was, it was like the, it was like the gold rush, right? There was all these dudes living in the town and these girls are supposed to be making like four or five grand a night. Like the fishermen in yeah. The fishermen in Alaska. Alaska. And there was a, and a mining oh, or something. Bush company. That's yeah. what it is. Alaskan Bush company. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I never, I, I never did that. I a girl that actually worked at the Alaskan Bush Company, and she left there and went in the parking lot and got jumped, and she had scars all over her body. Yeah. Not to, you know, dim the mood, but I just, I Well, that. I mean, that's the dark side of stripping, too, right? Not everything is... Uh, no, not everything is peachy keen, but... It's just, it's a leap of faith, right? Because I had another really, I had a, it was actually a dude friend that lived in Australia, and he would work on the... The non-populated side, I think it's the west side of Australia. It's basically just like desert, very low population. But he worked out there and he was saying that the strippers out there made like five, ten grand a night. Easy. Because there was nothing out there. And But the only thing out there was these dudes working these remote jobs that made like a shitload of money. And they were lonely and they were bored and there was nothing to do. Yeah. And I and he was like a good friend that I met while traveling in Europe, and I believed him. But also, it was like it's a huge leap of faith to make. I gotta pay to fly myself to Australia, and and then I'm flying into the east coast of Australia, and I gotta go like four thousand miles yeah. to the west. It's like, a lot different if you actually have a, a big, girl that knows that that goes. Yeah, with you. who's been herself? Who's yeah. gonna like go with you? Yeah. 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 I would feel the same way. Like, you don't just take someone's word on something like yeah, that. Yeah, no. Yeah, so. You yeah, why, why are you on our, on our podcast? Two, two inches. My name is Redbone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the current partner of a former stripper. <laughs> the one that happens to be almost, on this episode. <laughs> almost husband. <laughs> And the first time we ever talked about it, we were making sushi, and... Okay, so that was like date number six. It was date number five. And the reason it came up was, I think, Posh was, I think, a little nervous to actually tell me. So we were maybe a couple hours into making sushi after she gave me shit about not having any... Thing in my kitchen to actually make sushi, but we made it work, and I was like, damn, bitch, you're <laughs> talking shit on date five? I don't know how this is going to work, but no, I'm just kidding. That's a joke, but she got into the tell me your deepest, darkest, wasn't secrets, but like, tell me something you've never told anyone else. 
something about your Which dark past. She had, <laughs> yeah, obviously, she had told other people, but so I told her some stuff, and I was like, okay, you better bring me some good so shit. <laughs> and then Posh told me about being uh, a dancer, a stripper, and which I was totally cool with, and you know, it was. Were you like kinda... that? Makes sense. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, no, I saw not the really. Yes, go across his face, and then the I, filtering. <laughs> I had no idea at all. I was, uh, yeah, I had no idea. So this was our fifth date, so was, I didn't have any indication or hints or. I had met her friends. We met at her friend's birthday party. Um, but yeah, no, so. That was how I like found out that she had done this for when you say, years and years. Just to clarify, when you say I had met her friends, do you mean industry stripper friends? No, no, just like her, like current friends, like we hung out with today, like so her crew. Yeah. Have you had any contact with that world at all? Like met friends? I mean, mine today, obviously. I've had contact with that world, but not since <laughs> I've been with Posh. Yeah. No, what I mean is, like, sometimes it could be weird, like, intersecting with another world when you've, like, been, you know, when you've known her, and then all of a sudden you see this part of her past that, that like, leaks into, and like, oh, wow, this is a different, a different world you used to live in. Yeah. No, I, that's a, I haven't really thought about that. Like, it's, we're, like, older and i mean it's like our our relationship has been like accelerated with like kids and like you know we haven't really had the chance to like have that intersection of like kind of live that right part of her life at all right our relationship um except for maybe a little later tonight (laughs) but (laughs) that's if we can squeak out a a little bit of time while the sitter is still at home but you know um yeah He's such a horn dog. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. I grew up in Portland, Mm -hmm. so I have been to probably 30 strip clubs in my my lifetime. In Portland, that's like a quarter of the strip clubs. Probably about, (laughs) yeah. We have a list for the night and tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. There are some that are better than others, but there's, yeah. Yeah, there's certainly a handful of them that I've walked into and been like, man, I am going to get stabbed before I leave this. <laughs> yeah, there, there's such a like spectrum of strip clubs in Portland. Like, We used to go to Sassy's and watch Trailblazer games because they had Boneyard RPM on happy hour for like $3. And we'd go in there and have our back to the stages and like just watch basketball games. Right, it's like, And then you have like... Other strip clubs were... Those are our favorite customers, by the way. Uh, <laughs> they were my favorite customers, because I remember... <laughs> we used, to have, we yeah. used to have Macho Mondays at my club, and we would do prime ribs. So if you paid a, like a $5 cover, you'd come in. And I I love my football. Everybody knows that. And we everybody would sit at the bar. they get their $5 prime rib and watch games with me. And just put... <laughs> it was $5. $5 prime rib. 20 ounce prime rib. Prime rib Mondays. 
Mm-hmm. They don't still do that, do they? And then we do no. three fifty for a pint of beer, any beer on tap, and we had all micro brews. Yeah, there's like a strip club for every occasion, right? You have like Casa Diablo, where it's like. Don't ruin the surprise for us. I've been there, but you know, it's like it. you know they're known for like vegan tacos, but they're also known for like. Watch a girl stages. put a dildo in another yeah. girl on stage. <laughs> on the pole, and then, like, they'll be, like, so just, excited. like, eating each other out. Like, like, whoa. But then people will be over in the corner, like, I came here for the vegan tacos. <laughs> like, like, they're doing some shit, but I don't care. Like, And then at the end of the night, they'll slap a, you know, 10-inch dildo on the stage and they'll ride the shit out of that thing but then people will be like not giving a you know shit because they're just like there to like eat vegan food and like participate in like a bachelor party (laughs) and just hang out for the entertainment and then you you have the acropolis (laughs) on mclaughlin where you're just like you go there for steak bites it's like a weird combination of like scared and excited. No, they have they have this like old shrimp. They have the salad bar next to the bathrooms. I remember that. They might have changed it since COVID. Um, yeah, Hidden Valley Ranch just like don't like dribbled all okay. over the salad bar and <laughs> on that note, he's out. I love ranch. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to go. Do you want the next forty-eight hours? Gonna be. Do you want to go one more question? You want to wrap it up with that one? Oh, you can go one more question. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at the list here. Uh, the last one we have, and I don't know if you have an answer for it, and if you don't, that's fine. How has working in the strip club changed your view on the sex industry? Again, you've been doing it for a while, so you might not even know how it changed your view because you might not remember what your view was. Yeah, honestly. Um... My only view of the sex industry is from working in the strip club. But I feel like it's just like any other fucking industry. Yeah. Yeah. You get that a lot, too. It's It really is. It's a job. You know, I used to get a lot of shit uh, when I worked at Cosmic Cabaret. Uh, from not just potential... We'll have to learn to stop yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, from guys that I'd be trying to date to people in community college classes to people that worked at the bank where I brought my ones in, like, oh, oh, and making all sorts of assumptions about my character. If I even had a landlord tell me um, that she didn't want to rent the apartment to me because, oh, I don't like partiers here. Literally, the only thing she saw was my application, which said where I worked and said, I don't like to party. I don't like to party. At, no, especially not at home. Like, don't, you know, people make assumptions about it, but it's just a job. It's a job like anything else. You do it for whatever reason that you do it, but then you stay in it because there's money. And because you're able to do it and get the money relatively easily, or at least, you know, easier than other things. So, so yeah, that's a pretty, that's it. pretty common uh, story that keeps on popping up is like almost the worst thing about the industry is the outside influence, the 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 judgment, the judgment yeah. of you know, and some you know you hear some of these stories that on the podcast and some of them are earned, right? It, it takes a um, 
I guess anytime you have an industry where you can have a fairly unskilled workforce, you can you're going to pull all kinds of people in, right? So they're going to be people who are very responsible, even though we didn't hear it on this podcast. Some people will absolutely save their money and and you know <laughs> through through school, and then others are like some money. I, <laughs> but some people are just like doing cocaine every night, and you know, it's just it, the problem with the industry isn't the industry itself; it's that it it takes all kinds, and and I guess that's my take. Now that I had a little speech. <laughs> I love your speech. Thank you. It's lovely. <laughs> so I guess we're gonna wrap it up now. We're going to go to some strip clubs now. Yeah, we're about to hit our uh, Portland strip club excursion. We have a list. Uh, Just so everybody knows that we're doing research this week. It's a business business trip. Uh, In the future, we'll be able to... Start the 930? Yeah, we're doing a um, stripper or strip club scavenger hunt. We made a list of things that we want to see. But if anybody has any questions or comments on this episode or any other ones, uh, don't be afraid to contact info at behindthemeatcurtains.com. And yes, actually, I, I thought about this last time I was editing. Um, any, we really appreciate new listeners. We're a brand new podcast, so uh, like and subscribe to the podcast. And most of all, just tell a friend that you heard this crazy thing out here. And anybody new that we can get on the podcast, we would really appreciate that. Our theme music is from Tribe of Noise. You can find them at www.tribeofnoise.com. Thanks to our host, Backside Kegs. You can find them at 740 Northeast 3rd Street, Suite 6, Bend, Oregon, 97701. Stop in sometime. You might see us recording. Listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Prime Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on the web at www.behindthemeatcurtains.com or write us at info at behindthemeatcurtains.com. Thanks!